Sorry, I'll be eat, I'll eat a piece of caramel. Oh, man, I'm jealous of that caramel eating. Mm. I'm not, because I just had a Chipotle burrito. Well, I'm jealous of your future diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> My gastrointestinal tract is par excellence. <laughs> it can stand up to E. coli? It stood up to a Barrow's Mega Meat Pizza without problems. Oh, oh wow. Yes, sounds... was there a reported recall on the Barrow's Pizza? No, but uh, there were apparently signs up, because Brianne got it. There were signs up uh, in the Chipotle saying, due to reasons beyond our control, we don't ha- currently have Pico de Gallo. Mm. And oh. apparently the person in front of her was ordering for seven people, had never been in a Chipotle before, so I don't know why they sent her. But apparently after <laughs> every single time, every single burrito, she was like, well, since you don't have Pico de Gallo, I'll have to get this. <laughs> well, since you don't have Pico de Gallo, I'll have to get this. And Brianna's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> was, it, was it different things every time? Like, since you don't have Pico de Gallo, I guess I'll get cheese. Or since you don't have Pico de Gallo, I guess I'll get chicken and beef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. But apparently after she was all done, they finally got to Brianne. And then while Brianne was, making, was doing the order, she came back and said, since you don't have pico de gallo, can I get one of those medium salsas on the side? And apparently the guy behind the counter just looked like he was going to like leap over the station and start throttling <laughs> this woman. Uh, you got to love being in the customer service industry. Yeah. You just got to take it. Well, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. I'm Adam Gobeski, and we have with us one very special guest and two other people who wandered in. Ooh, we'll let them figure out who's who. By introducing themselves. Uh, Nobody (laughs) wants to go for it. (laughs) Nobody's going to step up. Now, they are our guests. We should tell them what to do. Please introduce yourselves in whatever order you choose. Hi, I'm Tony Huff. I'm Doug Gobeski. I'm Paul Wilcox. Excellent. Welcome to our podcast again. Yeah, I'll be. Is Doug our most frequent guest at this point, or is that still Alex? No, I think it's Doug. I think over the course of the past couple of years, I think Doug's won it out. So does he get to be a co-host? Did I not write him as a co-host? Well, just because he's got a spot on the the website doesn't mean he's a (laughs) co-host. Okay. Well, yeah, we could still call it the Gobeski Wallace Report. We don't have to change the name. (laughs) (laughs) The Gobeski Wallace Gobeski Report? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it's too long. The only topic Gobeski-related topic. (laughs) <laughs> it's a spinoff <laughs> no you just gotta go with uh, just a little bit longer than that it's the Gobeski's Wallace Report oh, oh, yeah. oh I like that one That's good. so it's the Gobeski's Report on, on Wallace related topics right yes William Wallace <laughs> <laughs> the George latest Wallace. research <laughs> now I thought the spinoff podcast would be the Huff and Wilcox explosion and that just talks about my explosion at the timeout lounge. <laughs> Can we tell this whole story? Because it's amazing and really needs to be chronicled. Is that okay? Paul Wilcox, are you up for the challenge? I, I am okay with that. That is... All right, let me set the scene I, I, for everyone. I, I was ready, but I can't be. Let me yeah. set the scene for everyone, and then I'll back off. I will say I did not expect to do this, Paul. This is uh, this is unrehearsed. So totally, this is yeah. This I, is just <laughs> off the cuff. Yeah. Wow. All right. So setting the scene, Paul and Tony came to visit me earlier this year, and uh, we were going around to various used media stores because that's what I like to do when I'm in uh, towns. And clearly, I just force my friends to do whatever the hell I want to do when they're with me. As by the way, those by, who know me can attest. As I was gonna say, <laughs> by the way, uh, Paul. When I went back to Arizona, we did the exact same thing again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was great. I'm so glad. That's how Tony knows what the location is called now. Yeah, exactly. All right. So at one point, we went to a local store called Zia. And Tony and Paul generally on these things would sort of wander around together while I would go off on my own for a bit and then kind of meet up. So this is at one stage while I was off by myself. Yeah. And so I turned to Paul and I said, uh, Paul, I... Uh... I gotta go to the bathroom. Do you, do you know if if they have a 
in a facility here. And so we, we started looking and we couldn't find anything. And I, I gave him that look like I have to go five minutes ago. And so he goes and asks a lady and she goes, uh, no, there's not one here, but there's one all the way down at the end at this bar that is somehow open at 12 PM with nobody there. So what do we do, Paul? We, we go to the timeout lounge. We walk down to the timeout lounge thinking it's going to be like, you know, a traditional bathroom that has various uh, fixtures and uh, toilets and urinals. And we walk in walls and in it's come. Yes, with walls in between. And we walk in there and there's nobody there except for there's somebody at the bar that's like kind of working there, I guess. But like, I don't know. What, what were they doing, Paul? It looks like, I, I don't know. I think they were just standing there on their they were phone. They were just standing there on just, their phone, yeah. They were just, you know, yeah. So picture two guys walking into a bar <laughs> like that. And we go to the bathroom and we both open the door. And I have to my pants. And so we walk in there and there's only that. Wait, no, there was a, there was a urinal and there was a toilet. But they were maybe three feet away from each other. And so I... And no divider, right? And no divider. So <laughs> I just looked at Paul and I said, Paul, I'm so sorry. And I let go. And Paul said that the smell was appalling. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was just, it was instant. It was like you hear a sound. But nope. then, then you're hit with the smell. It's like watching an explosion from a distance. You know? Yeah. <laughs> now, Paul, what were you doing while this while this explosion is going off? I was I was urinating at the and, uh, at the urine only receptacle. Yeah, so I'm kind of embarrassed right now because a it smells really really bad, and b <laughs> I'm having kind of like a Dumb and Dumber Jeff Daniels moment where it's just like <laughs> it won't stop. And so it was a very graphic sound. It was very graphic. <laughs> Top five worst diaranguses for me. And like, so I don't, I don't think you could put that in a PG thirteen movie. No, <laughs> no, you couldn't. Yeah, there was lots of vibration of the pipes. <laughs> and so then I start laughing maniacally, just like I had no idea what to do. Paul starts laughing and quickly zips up and leaves and just walks through this place. And then I finish up and walk out. And then we started laughing because we started thinking, what does that person, that employee think? Because they just saw two people walk in laughing their asses off. And I assume the smell made it around the corner because there's no way it did. Yeah, that's the smell that carries. It is. My, yeah. my favorite part, though, I think the best moment. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Was, so I think I got, <laughs> I think we walked back together. I think we... We, you know, I, so, you, you know, you were way ahead of me and you started shopping again. You were, you yeah, were trying I was, to, I was shopping and, and you're uh, trying to regain some sense of normal. I, I was, you know, I was all right, actually. I, I, yeah, it was, you know, I was just trying to kind of bleach my nose, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just browsing. And then Tony comes up and is like, Paul, I think we, <laughs> I think we need to talk about what happened. And I was like, no, we don't. <laughs> You know, Paul, uh, how I remember it was you were like, no, we don't. <laughs> like, no. Like, like no, please do don't make me relive it. Like, we were like having flashbacks. It's like you were shell-shocked or something. It was It was a little bit... Uh, Jarring. Yeah. And then Paul said that he was my friend and that he still cared about me, even though we uh, shared in an intimate... Uh, poop session <laughs> i mean if if <laughs> that's that's being kind of generous yeah to the poop term <laughs> yeah, so meanwhile the, i'm walking diary. around the store I'm none like, the wiser i'm none the wiser i'm like i don't see where they went they just must be <laughs> hiding behind like every aisle shelf but i can i'm just constantly miss them and then eventually they showed up about 20 minutes later oh, yeah. and i was like where were you guys and they were just like oh we you know I had to go to the bathroom. And they sort of looked at each other, but then they didn't say anything else. We weren't ready to share the story. Right. So this probably happened on like day two, two, day two of the visit of the seven day visit. And then on day like six in the evening, we're driving home from something and they look at each other and just start laughing. And they just apparently at that four or five days, that was enough time for them to get over it and to tell me what had transpired. And your wife. 
and my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've laughed harder than, than when we told that story to you while Paul and I were in the back of that car. And I think Brienne almost crashed because she was laughing so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Great times in Arizona. Great times at timeout. So, Paul, was that was that not an expected outcome of that situation? I mean, there was no divider there. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you were expecting to happen. Oh, oh so you're blaming Paul? I like it. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I let's blame that on me. Like I could have waited outside. I mean, that, that was an option. I mean, it's a bit more than you bargained for. Yeah, but then you wouldn't have been able to breathe when it was your turn. <laughs> That's true. Actually, I think I actually did better by just getting in and getting out. Well, I, I at least had like that three or four seconds of of good air yeah. well, <laughs> well i i don't know how good that air is at that particular bar because it was pretty oh, seed, no but... it kind of smelled like perpetually stale beer and it, urine it smelled kind of like a like a well-aged laser tag <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was a there was a smell of feet <laughs> yeah. Teenager sweat is that what it smelled like? <laughs> but honestly Teenager sweat and broken dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the perfect storm though, Paul, because it was like you had to go really bad and I had to go really bad and we were just like we were committed to go at the same yeah. time. I don't I think you misunderstood my emergency. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you <laughs> may, may be right. <laughs> You know, like, yeah. I don't know. What did we have the day before? What did we, what were we eating, Paul, that would make it that bad? Uh, probably uh, some combination of, of meats and cheeses. Yeah. <laughs> was that... We had we, a lot of good stuff. Was that when we did the Japanese or the brisket night? I can't oh, remember. it might have been Japanese. Yeah, that was good Japanese. So do you think it would be good to come up with some sort of scale so that you can warn your friends, like, how much of an emergency it is for you compared to them? Yeah. Guys, I think it's a timeout emergency. <laughs> so that that's code red adam right time out no that's like all the way up to code blue that's paging dr green is what that is paging dr. Green. <laughs> you know about that right that's like the special code there's some horrible problem in the hospital but they don't want to alarm everyone oh. yeah and apparently like when they say a code pink because they've done this and at like various hospitals i've been to that's when uh someone gets lost yeah it's when children get lost or abducted yeah abducted yeah sometimes well like it's usually like uh their stepfather took him and he doesn't technically have custody or something like that oh okay so he took the opportunity while they were at the hospital to run off with what you know the kid or whatever which seems like your personal experience this is the story i make up based on what they say over the intercom (laughs) (laughs) as you leave as they arrest you Yeah, I guess we could create some sort of scale of what the emergency is. But I'll have to tell you that pretty much every time I, I every day was a big emergency, was a timeout emergency in Arizona <laughs> for me. It's because of the water down here. It's the water. The yeah. highly chlorinated water. Mm-hmm. I didn't bring my Metamucil jug, so. You didn't? That, yeah. You had, had some. The opposite problem. We both had some pretty rancid uh, movements. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to do it again. <laughs> it was a good trip. It's probably in my top five of just like hanging out with people. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good time. We played a lot of uh, different board games and stuff. And uh, actually, some board games that like my friends now are like, "Hey, have you played this?" I was like, Psh, "I played that in Arizona." <laughs> <laughs> That's old hat. <laughs> I've moved on. I've moved on. Yeah. Oh, what pandemic? <laughs> played it multiple times. Beat it. <laughs> Don't have to play it ever again. <laughs> oh, Love Letter? I'll actually sit down and play that again. That was a good game. <laughs> That's a fun, quick game. Yeah, it is. They actually brought it up. One of my team trivia teams was playing the Love Letter the other day. That um, means your songs are too long. <laughs> Wait. Oh, so it's short enough for... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what does that mean, Adam? Are you making fun of me? Yes, I am. Damn it. If they got enough time to play whole games while you're between (laughs) questions, you need to speed up your game, bro. I always do three thirty to four minute songs. Oh, I always go three to three thirty. That's probably why I finished twenty minutes early. Thirty minutes early, and the (laughs) seconds are like, oh, has it been two hours already? And I'm just, yeah. Sometimes you just want to get out of there as fast as you can. (laughs) I hear that. Anyway, one of the topics I had involves Doug. What? Telling your uh, your story about the bear, or your theory about the Berenstein Bears. 
Oh, no, no, it's not mine. It's not mine. It's uh, someone I came across on the internet. The originator of it is LP, who is uh, half of the uh, rap act Run the Jewels. But anyway, the premise here... Okay, first of all, everyone remembers those uh, books when you were a kid with the family of bears, mama bear, papa bear, etc. And they'd like learn lessons. It'd be like, too much junk food would be like the topic of one of them. One of the books. Yeah, I remember the one with yeah. Sister Bear biting her nails for some reason. Yeah. I Tony, remember. Well, wait, wait, wait. No, hold on. Sister Bear, doesn't she have claws? Well, sure, she's biting her claws. Whatever it is. All right. now, is the human this, equivalent is, this... is nails. Don't bite them. Scratch them on the tree bark. <laughs> Good lesson for so any you're child. Ta- <laughs> you're talking about the Bernstein Bears by Stanley and Janice? Kind Bernstein. of. Hold that thought. Paul, okay. what are we talking about? Uh, Yeah, the the children's books the berenstein bears right yeah exactly here's the thing so you're saying it berenstein you know with an e-i-n oh it's berenstein well that's how it's spelled in this universe (laughs) (laughs) well how do you say it so so there's a lot of people who i think i think everyone says it berenstein yeah i definitely no not everyone not everyone really no because like you go and you look at how they're spelled and it's a-i-n well, no, I understand that. I'm saying just, I think, in terms of pronunciation, I think just everyone defaults to Berenstein. Yes, that's how I, I that's how I used to well, say it. Well, congratulations, yeah. Adam. You've, uh, you've cracked the case, and there's nothing more to see here. Well, so I do want to bring <laughs> something. I do want to. No, bring no, something. that's not the point. The point was the spelling. Oh, oh. It had nothing to do with pronunciation. It was all about the spelling. Yeah, uh, I, th- I feel like the pronunciation is part of that, though. Yeah. Uh, no, can, can I? No, if there's one, oh, no. If there's okay, one thing on. you learn, it's that orthography and pronunciation don't necessarily have any bearing upon each other. Okay, Tony, Paul, yes, yes. and I guess Charlie, if you haven't heard this before, which way is it spelled? With an E or with an A? A. I would have said E. I mean, like, what, to... What do you remember it being spelled with as a kid? Uh, I, I mean, mean, I I would have thought E-I. Okay, Paul is from Universe E. Tony, I believe, said A, so he's actually from the universe we're currently in. So at some point in the past, a whole bunch of people from the universe where it was spelled with an E somehow ended up in the place where we are currently at, where it's spelled with an A. So did in in that universe, (laughs) those people got reversed as well? Um, Or did they just disappear from that other universe? (laughs) I don't know. I I don't like, think we've been able to reestablish contact. No, with no, no. It's like <laughs> it's like Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, some people from Earth One and some people from Earth Two came together, and you know, it was sort of potluck on who got to survive and who didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is like this is like the the fabled like merging of previously diverged like parallel quantum universes or whatever. Right. Okay. Basically, yeah. Now, the reason I brought this up in the first place is that I found another difference. Oh. So, as you no doubt are aware, I'm a Star Trek fan. You know, specifically Star Trek The Next Generation. Great show. Right, Paul? Yeah. Right. And so I, I own all the I own all the DVD sets. I've seen all the episodes multiple times. And so BBC America, for whatever reason, likes to show Star Trek The Next Generation from time to time. I assume because it's probably cheap and Patrick Stewart's in it. That's <laughs> <laughs> all the connection. They need. <laughs> it's good enough for me. Shut but up, Wesley. But sometimes it's fun, like, to just, like, as you're blicking through channels, you just look and you go, oh, that's, uh, what episode is that? Oh, that's the next phase where, like, Roe and Geordi are get caught up in the weird transporter, right? Or, oh, that's the one where, like, Riker's thinks he's in the future, but he's really not. So, you know, you, know, you just try and watch it a little bit to see how long it takes. Well, there was one episode where I probably watched 15 minutes and I was like, I have never seen this before. I have no idea what this is. It was basically like there's this officer who's wearing a blue shirt, like to the point that I thought maybe it was Beverly Crusher, but it wasn't. Who's like having like some sort of romantic thing going on with Captain Picard and Riker comes in and is like, blah, blah, blah. She's overstepping her bounds. And I was like, I have have no memory of this episode whatsoever. Mm. So I think that's because when I when the universes collided, that's one of the differences between the universes was that in universe A, there was this episode of Star Trek that was really terrible involving Picard having some sort of romantic liaison with someone who wasn't crusher 
or the archaeologist girl. Oh. And that and that episode just didn't exist in Universe E. Oh, okay. Whoa. And wow. I'm getting a text. Wow. So you're from Universe E then. Yeah, I'm from Universe E. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Do, do you know the do you know the name of this episode? Have you since researched this? Yeah, the name was uh, Lessons, which actually rings a very faint bell for me but not based on uh, what I actually saw. So maybe in Universe E, there was a an episode called Lessons that was something different. Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. yeah. Can I submit something about the uh, Berenstain name? Yes. Berenstain so, Rift? <laughs> the Berenstain Rift, yeah. So <laughs> did you know that uh, they created like different books in, as well? So I was at the Curious Bookshop, and they have a sort of a guide to love and marriage, and it's Marital Blitz, and it's a harrowing and hilarious safari through the wilds of married life. Now, does it star the bears? Uh, no, these are people. Um, I think that they tried to get away from it, and they were trying to, like, help people out. Berenstain bears don't help people out? No, this was, like, they were trying to help people, not bears. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. So, but, so fewer lessons about claw maintenance. Yes. <laughs> Although the picture, the man is shaving and he looks really angry in the mirror while his wife is taking a bath and she really doesn't care that he's there. Is it illustrated in the same way as the bears were? Yes. Oh, goodness. Interesting. Yeah. Here, I, I'll send you guys. Now, the... now, to be fair, who smiles while they're shaving? That that is true, yeah. But, I mean, that's I mean, gonna that's gonna get all the the skin tensed up in the wrong spots. But he looks really angry because the the mirror is fogged because she's taking a bath while he's trying to shave. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, apparently, it's harrowing and hilarious. That sounds like they couldn't decide between the two. He <laughs> 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 said, "Ah, just put both on there." <laughs> Well, which one is it, Stanley? I don't know, Janice. Just put them both, okay? (laughs) I thought you wanted to do something else. (laughs) I told you I don't care. (laughs) I'm just saying, okay? You know? (laughs) You didn't have to go there, but I did. Now I'm trying to make them the Bernstein bears, I guess. (laughs) Oh, well, I guess if you... Uh, is this where we have to have a technical difficulties soundtrack for the next three minutes? Yeah. I think so. I'm about to go into my Yiddish. So. I was trying to channel John Stewart. I was too! No, you never call! You never call. I know it's a schlep, but come on. Maybe you'd be better off channeling Jackie Mason. Who's Jackie Mason? Who's Jackie Mason? Yeah. Like the stereotypical New York Jew. I don't know who that is. Uh, I'd see, the problem is I don't think he's in any Nick Cage movies, so I'm not sure you would have encountered him. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> no. He's got to have been in one of them. You mean all the Nick Cage movies I watched? <laughs> okay, Google. Is Jackie Mason in a movie with Nick Cage? Best of Times TV movie. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like a movie about movies where they interview a bunch of actors or something? It's a television pilot episode intended to be the pilot for a series that never got picked up and is also the acting debut of Crispin Glover and Nicolas Cage. Starring Jackie Mason as Jackie. (laughs) Jackie. Ooh, I bet you can't guess what Nicolas Cage's character is named. Nick? Nicholas. Oh. But spelled differently. Really? It's got an H. Why would that matter? I don't know. (laughs) What was Kristen? I think you can guess. Chad? Yes. (laughs) Classic. (laughs) Classic Glover. Classic Cage. (laughs) So, do you think this is kicking around somewhere? Do you think we could find it? Uh, I don't know. YouTube's a wonderful thing. Sometimes. Hey, that's where I watch all my John Oliver, so uh, I true. rather like YouTube. YouTube can't save you from yourself, though. <laughs> Paul, what's that um, thing that you showed me on YouTube that I like? What? Uh, I don't want to hear about I... your yaoi. No, <laughs> no it's, it's an ASMR. Is that what it is, Paul? Yes, it is ASMR. Yeah, I, I listen to those before I go to bed. What's ASMR? Paul, do you want to tell them? Um, tell, tell the boys back home what it is. 
So think it's kind of this. difficult to explain. Just do so, it, Paul. Short of this being the Paul Reed's Wikipedia podcast. Um, <laughs> you don't want a return of the joke. It, it stands for podcast? Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response, which is a... Oh, are those the trippy it's videos? A, it's, a, it's like where people whisper. Like, people, like, say they get this tingling feeling. Oh, yeah. Like, when, they, when like, certain sounds and, like, fabric, like, the rustling of paper or the rubbing of fabric or, like, gentle whispering. Um, and Someone attempting it, to make the sound because it's not working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of videos. <laughs> yeah, these are the ones you don't watch. <laughs> Oh, oh no, those are too much. <laughs> so there's a lot of videos of people just rubbing felt together or typing on their keyboard or <laughs> or uh, or like uh, getting a haircut. What? You know, they're like the sniff, role, sniff. role play videos, you know, like, okay, today. We're... Oh, yeah, the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I don't understand. They're like a butcher role a play? <laughs> just a guy cutting meat? No. <laughs> no, they don't actually do it. It's just yeah, like... They... <laughs> I'd watch that video too. I would too, yeah. I don't need any video for that one. That's all <laughs> auditory. Neat. <laughs> mm, That's what every podcast needs, a good Foley artist. I I tend to agree, Adam. I, I think that that can only enhance. But yeah, so I want to watch that. That's on YouTube, so I also like YouTube for that. I think our podcast is basically the opposite of what you were just talking about. <laughs> oh, whoops. <laughs> podcast was where I got to talk about my thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, basically the sound effects we have on here are the most annoying ones possible. <laughs> Clicky pen? Do you always have a pen on yeah. you? <laughs> Doesn't everyone? <laughs> oh, so hey, Adam. Yes. How about the Hunger Games? That th topic I was supposed to remind you about. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah, no problem. Uh, by the way, I like how you reminded me with a text that just said, The Hunger Games! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Have you all been watching Stephen Colbert? Nope. I, yeah, Some. a little bit. Yeah. Oh, just the part where a Republican candidate or any presidential candidate drops out of the race. He pretends that he's a Stanley Tucci from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that, no. Yeah, you, you should watch it. I imagine the Scott Walker one's pretty good. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then he uh, projects their image up in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, though, I have a serious question that I've been thinking about recently and I'm having trouble coming to grips with. Maybe you guys can help me. Okay. Uh, what is the point of 24-hour news networks? Like, why you can tune do these... in at any time. But why do these actually exist? For 9-11-like events. Well, they started with CNN, really, right? But that was before people were really into the internet. So right. I think it's just, it's almost a antiquated idea, right? Where the only place to get up-to-date news would be on television. And the only way to get it 24-7 was to turn on your television to this particular channel. Mm. But now that we don't I even guess, need that. Because so when I hosted uh, host trivia at the retirement center, mm -hmm. the same retirement center where I told them that they're letting me down. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Best host ever, huh? No, all right. So the question was, Edward Nigma is the real name of what longtime Batman foe? And I said, teams have one song to let me down. Good luck. <laughs> anyway, so they have a whole bunch of TVs up because they're ostensibly a sports bar, even though they're not. But of the number of channels, there's always like recently there have been a couple that have been tuned to CNN. And it just seems incredibly ghoulish, like all the time. Well, all right. Sometimes it's just also incredibly stupid, but it, it there never seems to be anywhere between the two at the times I'm watching. So six to eight o'clock mountain standard time. And so I was already having these thoughts. And then I don't know if you guys saw the news today about the apartment uh, that the shooters from San uh, San Bernardino. Thank you. I was worried I was going to say it wrong. It's like San Baron Stano? That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, I don't know if you saw the thing about how, like, the landlord of their apartment was going up to check the damage. And, like, CNN and MSNBC both basically converged on them and, like, forced their way into the apartment. And were just, like, going through their stuff and, like, showing things and literally doxing people. Like, they had the driver's license of one of the suspect's mothers just completely up there with all the information being broadcast. Ooh. And it was just like, what? This wow. just really illustrates my point of what is the point of you guys? Yeah, that seems highly... Well, wouldn't it still be illegal? I mean, so it's not a crime scene anymore? I mean, it wasn't a crime scene to begin with necessarily, but I would think that the police wouldn't let people in there. The official story is that the FBI had concluded their investigation of that location and had removed everything they were concerned with. Yeah, they, they had already ransacked it. So they had, at that point, turned it over to the owner of the place, which was the landlord. And he let them in? So depending on whose side you talk to, um, either he let them in or he was there to check on it and they were all there. And he sort of opened the door and they basically like mobbed their way in. Ugh. <laughs> Boom <laughs> rush yeah. the terrorists. Today, of course, is Friday, December 4th, 2015. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, you made the, it pretty far before you got that in, didn't you? But even be- <laughs> even before that, like, what? I just don't understand why we need twenty four hour news networks. We don't. That's why so it's, much of it's converted to uh, what do you? They call just them? sensationalize everything. Yeah. You know, they just they have to make everything the biggest thing in the entire world. Like it works well when you have a big event because then you have something that can like like right away people can turn to you and go, okay, this is going to be covered. But then. When there's nothing to cover, then they're just kind of like, all right, well, this is going to be the biggest thing for 10 days. And that's why you have these long strings of just like the same story with like, is this person, you know, the flavor of the, you know, or whatever, you know, the buzzwords are for that week. It's so stupid. And if you really want to get like a good sense, actually, we were talking about Jon Stewart earlier, but he has a fantastic interview with Rachel Maddow where he really illustrates this point of like, why do you people exist? And Rachel's like, oh, we do good things and we do this. And he shuts her down every moment. He's like, <laughs> no, you don't. He's like, you are ruining not only the politics in this country, but like just journalism. So it, it was very, it's a very, very good uh, interview. Guess I know what's going into the blog links. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he also took down uh, Tucker Carlson. I think that was a while ago, though, maybe like 10 that years ago. That was 11 years ago at this yeah. point. Wasn't that 2004? <laughs> was Crossfire? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Incident. Does Tucker Carlson yeah. even oh, exist yeah. anymore? Yeah, he's back. He, really? Like all things, he's been rebooted. Right. So the funny thing was that he said, you know, was basically saying, yeah, I'm a serious journalist. And John Stewart says, no, you're not. You were wearing a bow tie. So yeah. now he, does, <laughs> yeah, he, see him now, he doesn't wear a bow tie anymore. <laughs> now that he's in Reboot. an environment where bow ties are cool he's not <laughs> that's <wearing>. true <laughs> well didn't he say like you're 30 or no he's like you're 40 some years old and you're wearing a bow tie right like, right <laughs> yeah, that was it look i guess the moral of the story is ironwood please stop showing cnn Just <laughs> please make it all sports all right, we'll switch Throw over PBS to PBS on one of them if you want. Yeah, yeah. Switch Fox over to C-SPAN 3. Book, oh my book gosh, TV. no. There, <laughs> there was one, two weeks where they were showing Fox News, and I literally said, you need to change the channel because I'm just getting angry watching this. <laughs> yeah. Like CNN, I feel like disappointed and vaguely dirty while watching. Fox News, I just get angry. Yeah. <laughs> MSNBC, I don't really watch. Like the rest of the country. <laughs> Sick burn. Paul, I like the idea of having C-SPAN 3 up. Yeah. <laughs> I like the I like just the shots of the, uh, you know, like the Senate floor with, with no, no commentary. Empty. Just, <laughs> just yeah, kind of a low mumble. You, you can, can see like the, you know, 20, maybe 20 people who showed up to vote that day or whatever. I like the uh, the graphic that has it's it's a full graphic like a like a full page graphic and it has yay and nay and then a number next to it. I'm like, who does this serve? You know, you can, lower thirds are a thing that you know will work for us. We don't need the full page graphic. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of uh, somewhere on the internet there was something like the best map fails of all time, and my favorite one was a Wall Street Journal one about the 2012 election. 
election, illustrating which states had gone for Obama and which states had gone for Mitt Romney. Except it was in black and white, so it just all looked the same. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) It was like, Obama, gray. Romney, gray. And not like discernible gray, like, oh, this one's like the dots and this one's the lines. No, just gray and gray. It probably looked great on their computer in like Photoshop, but. Wow. (laughs) Let's run the presses. We can't stop them. (laughs) Going out like this. (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) So uh, who's excited for the next Marvel movie? That was the other topic I had. I remember it now. What one's that? Uh, Captain America's Civil War. I actually saw the trailer to that, and it looked fantastic. Oh, I was supposed to watch the trailer for that. I forgot. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm serious. Somehow it's completely escaped me. I don't know how. Even though this is the second attempt to have this podcast. <laughs> oh, you have right. four yes, extra days. I can play it right now. <laughs> Come what? on, Charlie. What? I haven't seen it yet. Okay. All right, trailer break. <laughs> <laughs> You all can hear it, like, you all want to hear it through mine, though, so maybe that's not the best. I'm sure sure Disney's totally cool with that. (laughs) In a world where... Yeah, Tony, give us your recap of the trailer. Uh, Captain America was like, oh, what am I gonna do? Uh, Iron Man comes in, they go, oh, we're gonna fight. Pew, 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 pew! And then I kept thinking that it was gonna be Civil War, like, the American Civil War. So I was waiting for the whole time. But instead, go back in time fight Confederate Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Instead, instead, it was like a new civil war. And then at one point, he said something to the effect of, "We got to go save this guy because he's my friend." And then he, and then Robert Downey Jr. says, "I used to be your friend." And I was like, "Boom, mic drop." <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it said, uh, Captain America, Civil War. See it in theaters or be square. P.S. <laughs> we really want you to see this. So uh, that was not an insult. <laughs> P.P.S. Great job. <laughs> I, th- I think the best reaction to the trailer I saw was a little cartoon of like Captain America with the Winter Soldier that basically says best friends forever. And then the next panel has Tony Stark looking sad holding like a crumpled, like, to my best friend Steve card. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then he gets angry, and that's Civil War. So really, the whole thing is Captain America and Iron Man are fighting, right? Something like that. So It's not that more superheroes take sides. That's what I would have assumed. Like, Well, so the original comic, which was 10 years ago now, 2005, something like that. Basically, in the wake of 9-11... Marvel decided to take one of my favorite superhero teams and kill them. And to use that as the trigger to cause the national protest to get superheroes to register with the government. Like you would any weapon or terrorist, I guess. And so Iron Man was on the first registration. Yeah, the terrorist registration act. They do that. That's a thing, right? (laughs) And uh, once Trump's president. Unlicensed terrorism. (laughs) So Tony Stark was on the pro-registration side and Captain America was on the anti-registration side and they spent like eight issues fighting about it in the way that only comic books can. And honestly, I think probably most of my problems stem with Civil War stem with Civil War Frontline, the spinoff that was basically like, how did the newspapers feel about this? Uh, that's the one that infamously ends with a journalist telling Captain America that he can't represent America because he doesn't know what MySpace is. <laughs> <laughs> he cannot be the symbol for America because he doesn't know what MySpace is. So between that and them killing off three, either either killing off or ruining uh, the New Warriors, one of my favorite superhero teams. I wasn't really happy with it. But the other thing I found that was really strange is that the pro-registration side wins. Spoiler alert for a 10-year-old comic book series. Which I found very strange because I spent a whole lot of my childhood reading the X-Men. 
where the whole point is they want the mutants to register and that's a bad thing. Oh, but now the superheroes need to register and that's a good thing? Like, I was totally just confused by that. Like, the end of Civil War, I just felt like the wrong side won based mm-hmm. on everything that Marvel had been doing for the 50 years prior or whatever. And it was definitely played off as this is the the, the just ending, the ending that you were supposed to want? I or was it more ambiguous? If, I think it was probably a little more ambiguous. But there was there was definitely a sense afterwards that it was like now that the pro registration side has won, everyone's pro registration, except actually one of the other interesting things I thought about Civil War was that the X-Men, the mutants basically weren't really involved because I think that would have just made it very, very clear. (laughs) Anyway, so. I was sort of relieved upon watching the trailer to see that it didn't seem like that was really going to be what was happening in the in the movie. And the other thing that sort of heartens me, what's the opposite of dishearten? I think that's right. Hearten. Okay. Was the fact that this is a Captain America movie. And so it seems like it would be awfully strange to have Captain America lose at the end of his own movie. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was this like Rocky or something? <laughs> Stop pouring out problems with my art. <laughs> Don't change the subject. <laughs> we all know how well that movie did. Well enough that there's a sequel in theaters right now. Yeah, come on. Hey Paul, what's Rocky? Um isn't it, isn't that about the flying squirrel who becomes a boxer? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Starring Nicolas Cage as a as a moose. Ooh. Oh, I thought so it was. I'm surprised uh, you haven't seen it already. I thought it was Burgess Meredith as Bullwinkle. That's funny yeah. if you know who Burgess Meredith is in the movie. <laughs> I like how Adam's like, "That's hilarious." <laughs> <laughs> Oops, I said the f word. Sorry. <laughs> it's all right. We'll bleep it. Or I, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, or cut it. Yeah, just cut it. Or forget <laughs> to, as we did once or twice. Uh, or only Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider, yeah. <laughs> I guess I... Uh... Nick Cage, yeah. That is my favorite movie that I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love the idea of the Ghost Rider movie. That's like... Mm. Is that the... Wait, which one is the one I'm, where I'm he, close he to saying it's my favorite movie in that I either have or haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the one where he pees uh, fire? Yes. That's the That's one where he pees one. fire. That's awesome. That's the one where it keeps going to black whenever a CGI effect happens because presumably they didn't have enough money to do the effect and mad in a background. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and that's the one with the Jerry Springer reference 10 years after Jerry Springer was topical. (laughs) (laughs) That's good good writing. Yeah. (laughs) Timeless. Maybe that script has just been kicking around for that long. it took it took nicholas cage to get it made (laughs) who needs the money bad enough to make this (laughs) i hope they do a steve chant that's my favorite (laughs) good old steve he got hey that's a guy who got his own show out of being on a that was a spinoff of uh jerry springer He, he got his own show he had his own show. It's called Steve, and like he basically would. It was like no nonsense, tough love to like these people, and he'd get in people's faces and yell at them. And then at the end, he'd be like, "But I love you. You're great." Isn't that just Doctor Phil? That's what <laughs> just I was without thinking. the false credential. Exactly. <laughs> Steve, not a real Steve. <laughs> his actually name. His name is Brian. Uh, <laughs> it's Steve. Now that's different from the Steve-O show, right? Yes, vastly. And the Steve Poop Adventure Hour. An entire hour dedicated to Steve Poop? (laughs) Yeah. And it's always an adventure. (laughs) Hey, have you seen... I didn't write it. I didn't write the show. You didn't write the show, yeah. How how could you? Have you seen Master of None? No, I've been meaning to, but I have not yet. Apparently, it, not apparently, it is directed by Eric Wareheim. He's in it. The whole bunch. I know. I know. It's it's awesome. <laughs> but like, 
the best part is that it has like Tim and Eric qualities, but I'm pretty sure like the moment it's about to like go full fledged Tim and Eric, <laughs> they like like we can't do this. Like we have to sell this to Netflix. Like, okay. Pull it back. <laughs> pull it back. And Aziz Ansari does a great job of doing that. Uh-huh. So you don't you don't get those cuts. You know the you don't get those cuts anymore. Oh, you know you know where they want to put them in. <laughs> leave it up to you so only the uh the seasoned uh tim and eric i will catch it is richard done just pause it and and cue up you know yeah exactly like the daytime television show for women segment or whatever exactly (laughs) unfortunately richard isn't in this one adam uh since he passed away Oh, he um, did? I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, back in 2012, so thank you for bringing that up on a very nice and joyous time where we're trying to talk about a new show that we love, so thank you. Well, I guess we'll have to cut this bit then. <laughs> <laughs> Made Adam look bad. We gotta cut it. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, the results are in. <laughs> you want less Richard Duck. <laughs> not God. not cut him out completely, just less. <laughs> just less, Richard Dunn. But I love that the results are in. <laughs> it's like you want less, Richard Dunn, and it has like the cross out circle of his face. <laughs> Welcome back to the dungeon with my guest, David Navarro. Uh, why don't you just uh, let's do a free word association just first thing that comes to your mind uh, plip plib plipped plip plipped plip oh bleep yeah that's a word bleep (laughs) um uh, I don't know I don't know a word what about pizza pizza uh Skates? I don't know. <laughs> First word that just pops into your head. Tony Hoff relives the worst of Richard Dunn. <laughs> the worst. Yeah, seriously. What? Tony Hoff does the Richards. <laughs> the Richards. Now with less Richard Dunn. Uh, the spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> Is there anything else uh, you wanted to touch on, Adam? Yes. So you know how you were going to go to dinner today? Yes. Why don't you sing a song about it? Oh, okay. Jeez. Oh, uh, oh. um, One that doesn't sound like a Broadway tune like the rest of your songs sound like. Oh, but I'm so good at Broadway tunes. Okay, so give me a style. I want something like sort of like hair metal. Ooh, I thought Adam was going to go ska. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't provide the horns. <laughs> but you guys are welcome to try. <laughs> <laughs> do it, Paul. Do it. You have a great <laughs> ska impression. <laughs> Listen to this, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, on Monday, I was recording a podcast. And then on Friday, I had to record another podcast. <laughs> but. But then I got invited to dinner next door. But I couldn't go because I had made a commitment. But guess what? I did anyway. I had some chili, then I came over here, and then I'm going to go back. Oh, my gosh. Paul, was that you the whole time? Or did someone else get involved? That was me. That was what? So I explained to every. So I went over to dinner at seven, and I ate some chili, and then I came back here at seven thirty. But I had to explain. Count? I had to. What's that? Is it, does that song count? Yeah, yeah I think cool. so. Yeah, I sang. Yeah, that's a song. Yeah, that's it wasn't hair metal, but it went to ska, which I feel. Yeah, was... ska's fine. Okay, but I, I went over there, and I had to explain to them like, okay, I'm coming over. And then I'm going to leave for an hour and I'm going to come back because I told my friend that I would record something with him. Like, oh, what are you recording? And I'm like, I'm recording a podcast. And the the host said, oh, like Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly like that. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll tell everybody you said that. (laughs) 
and Dr. Drew. <laughs> it's going to be on the radio about 11 p.m. <laughs> also, yeah. it's it's 1999. I'm sad you didn't go with my idea of just setting up your computer at their place and just putting the microphone on the center of the dinner table. <laughs> <laughs> it's a possibility. Maybe for the next, the next time they invite us over instead of the first time they invite us over. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me over. Uh, I have a prior commitment. Let me just uh, put this right here. Uh, all right. <laughs> Don't say anything to embarrass me. Yep. Uh, can you guys, uh, I'm going to do a quick mic check, so I just need you guys to bring it down a couple notches. All right. Thank you. Now, we don't have enough headphones to go around, so if you can each share an earbud. <laughs> One earbud between the five of you. I'm going to use American Sign Language. I hope you all studied up <laughs> <laughs> so you know what everyone else is saying. Damn it. I studied on the Peruvian. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that uh, does it for another episode of the Gobeski Waltz Report. I think it does. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And thank you very much to our guests. Uh, why don't you sign yourselves out? By saying your names. <laughs> this happens every time, guys. No, <laughs> I don't think, think you can say that you haven't been. Yeah, I'm waiting for Tony. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is goodbye, Tony Huff. <laughs> Wait, what? Your name's goodbye now? <laughs> <laughs> say good <laughs> night, Tony. <laughs> yeah, good night, Moon. Good night, Tony. <laughs> Uh, Good night, Doug. <laughs> Good night, Paul. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> hey, listeners. Thanks for listening to that episode. You can check us out on Facebook. Or you can follow us on Twitter at GW Report. And you can always check out our website at www.gobeskywallsreport.com, which is full of our podcast and extra musings that you can read. That's true. There's a lot of art. Is there? Yeah. Writings and artistic things that are deserving of your attention. So check it out. You better. Or what? <laughs> Have you guys gotten the glitter beards out there yet? No. Wait. What? But I'm interested. That's something that crossed my Facebook was apparently was that was a trend that was happening of like guys putting glitter in their beards for presumably hipster reasons. Huh. I don't know why one would ever do this. And so maybe this is, you know, the same sort of thing as like vodka tampons or whatever. Oh, God. You know, manufactured panics. But yeah. Glitter beard, a manufactured panic. <laughs> <laughs>